You might notice at Mass on Sundays that the first reading and the Gospel always have a, a sort of connection to them. The, the Gospel cycle we kind of follow along, and then the first reading is often chosen to show how there's an Old Testament connection to it. Well, nowhere is this greater than the idea that the Messiah, when he comes, will fulfill the prophecies of the Old Testament. So we read in Isaiah today about how the, the blind will see, the, the lame will walk, the, the mute will speak. Well, those were all things that were prophesied of the coming of the Messiah. So when Jesus comes, how do we know that he's the Messiah? How do we know that the Messiah has come? Well, he's doing all the things that Isaiah said the Messiah would do. So on the one hand, that's a, a way we can read the, the gospel today, that Jesus is fulfilling the prophecies about the Messiah, identifying who he is. Another way to look at this is that Jesus is in fact the word, as we spoke several weeks ago, through whom all things were created in the beginning. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth. Notice we use that word creation to show how God gives origin to everything. Well, one way to look at the mission of the Messiah then is that he is recreating the world that has fallen. In the beginning, we see God said, let there be light, and it was. And God said, it is good. Everything he creates, he says, it is, it is good. But somehow we know then that sin enters the world and this original goodness in which God created the world, it gets corrupted and everything falls apart. And much as a, a building that, that falls down needs to be rebuilt, there's, there's an extent to which creation itself is constantly good at its origin, sin enters, it's falling apart, and it needs to be recreated. So that's part of the mission of the Messiah as well. On this Labor Day weekend, a time when we, we take time for what we, we call recreation. Notice that, that word, recreation, we think of it like, well, we're going to go have fun. We're going we're gonna to do some nice family things. We're going to have a barbecue. Maybe we'll head to the lake one last time before the cooler temperatures of fall come. I'm going to head downtown to the Irish Fest today and enjoy some, some nice Irish music and festivities. We all call that recreation. But notice that the word, it is recreation. We are, in a sense, recognizing that that we tend to fall apart, at least mentally sometimes and often physically, and we need to be recreated. Well, notice then if we need recreation, as surely we do, we can learn a few things from our, our gospel about how this recreation needs to take place. First, let's recognize that this deaf and uh, mute man he clearly needs to be recreated. Part of his original creation, the ability to hear, the ability to speak, it's, it's broken. And so Jesus has to recreate these two gifts that have been wounded. How does he do it? Well, the first thing he does, and this would be easy to kind of overlook, well, he takes him off by himself away from the crowd, St. Mark tells us. You want to you engage in recreation? Well, Sometimes it's actually good to get away. Isn't it oftentimes that, that we fall victim to 
uh, depression and feeling down and blue because we're, well, we're surrounded by a, a crowd of voices and, and people that are, are saying things that oppress us. We get so bogged down, even if it's not even just a message, but so much message, social media, TV, internet, radio, in our cars, there's, there's not much time for silence. So perhaps the less intuitive idea for, you want, you want to be recreated? You want r real recreation? Go off someplace by yourself. How many people are going to do that on Labor Day? I don't know. I'm going to try to do a little bit of that too. Get away. Tune out the other voices and just be alone so that you can encounter God. So that's the first thing we see in our gospel. If this man needs to encounter God, if he needs to be healed by the Messiah, sometimes you need to be taken away to, to do that, to be alone so you can hear God. So keep that in mind as you're looking for recreation. Where do I have time alone by myself? But then he, in this act of recreation for the man, notice in the first creation, how, how does God form man? Well, it says he, he takes dust of the earth, metaphorical language, but he takes the, the stuff and he, he forms it up into a man. And how does he create the woman? Well, he, he takes part of the physical flesh of the man, his rib, and he, he forms the rib up into a, a woman. He uses the, the stuff of the earth. Adam, man, that very word, it means the earth. Adam is formed from the stuff of the earth. So when Jesus is going to recreate him, notice he gets physically tangibly involved. Jesus often heals people, doesn't he, by speaking to them and says just, well, be, be healed. And they are. And that's showing God's divine power to, to do whatever he wants. Kind of like that first account of creation. Let there be light, and there just is. But Jesus also is not afraid to use the physical stuff of the world to recreate. We'll see that we can do that too. The stuff of the world is good. We should use it for our, our recreation, absolutely. So what does Jesus do? Well, he can't hear. This man can't hear, so he's, he's actually going to put his finger in the man's ear, as if to say, I'm, I'm going to remove the blockage. Now, we, we know that that's probably not what, what causes deafness. There's, you know, probably nerve endings and problems in the eardrum and things. But isn't it a beautiful symbol to say that, that just as Jesus took that stuff of the earth and made man in the beginning, so he's, he's going to get in there and, and say, I'm going to remove the blockage. He puts the, his finger in the man's ear as if to take out whatever is, is missing. I think of that, that kind of beautiful image on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel where God is reaching out with his finger to touch the finger of Adam, and, you know, they, they just almost meet. That, that's the, the sign of creation when Michelangelo painted it in the Sistine Chapel. It's like that same God who created with his finger in the beginning is, is reaching into the man's ears to touch them and, and recreate the man's hearing. It's a beautiful kind of image. And then notice that often what happens, we know just from speech pathologists and therapists, you lose your hearing and all of a sudden your, your speech starts to go because you can't hear yourself speak. And, and so a speech impediment often follows deafness. So this man has a speech impediment. It's obviously been there a long time because he can't speak plainly either. So again, Jesus takes the, the stuff of the earth, and this is really just imminent. 
it says he, he spits and then touches his tongue as if he's going to like lubricate the man's tongue. Like it's, it's stuck. It won't work right. So he spits on it, gives the divine saliva to this tongue that is dry and doesn't work. Another beautiful image of God getting mixed up in the stuff of this world to recreate. And the result then, as Jesus does, he uses a special word. And, and this word is obviously so special that they kept it in the Aramaic. Ephatha is, is an Aramaic word that means be opened. There is something so powerful about what happened when Jesus said this word that they didn't even translate it into the Greek. Mark left the original actual word that Jesus spoke, Ephatha, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened. His speech impediment was removed and he spoke plainly. Isn't that interesting that he, he heals first the hearing and then the speech because that's, that's the way it went wrong. Now, that's a beautiful miracle that we can certainly pray about a lot. But in the idea of us needing recreation, how about this apply to us? Well, notice that if we are not speaking plainly, say we're not able to praise God well, witness to the faith, if we are filled with negative talk, if we are gossiping, saying bad things about others, cursing the world, cursing the government, if, if all of our speech is negative and hindered, we might ask ourselves then why this impediment, as it were, well, what are we hearing? What are we putting in our ears? If what we're constantly hearing from the world is a bunch of negative talk on TV, people telling us that everything's wrong, negative talk from our friends, gossiping, saying, well, this person did that and this person's bad. And well, if that's what we're putting in our ears, it's no wonder what comes out of our mouth. So one of the great things of recreation is like, let's pay attention to, to what we're taking in. That's where the go off by yourself is a good first start. But even that, what do we take in? Are we filling our head with good things? And that not just in the hearing, but also our eyes. What are the images that we look at? Our sense of touch. Are we in touch with our brothers and sisters? Are we actually getting out there? Or are we just, you know, distant and alone? What do we put in? So if you want to look at recreation, how do we fix what's wrong? Well, we might start by looking at what are we listening to? What are we looking at? Are we in touch with people? What are our words? Are we, are we adding to the problem by speaking a bunch of negativity? We probably do all those things. I know I do. We are constantly in this cycle of falling apart and needing to be recreated. So on this Labor Day weekend, you've probably got your plans of things you'd like to go do and all kinds of fun. That's all great. Let's go do that. But then let's be maybe open to the deeper spiritual side of recreation. Really get in touch with that word, recreation. Where am I broken? Where do I need the, the healing touch of God? I think sometimes we just don't want to go there because there's a lot of brokenness and I just, I don't want to pay attention to it. Jesus isn't afraid of that. He's not afraid to get down in the, the mud, the muck. He's not afraid to spit. There's that image where he spits and makes mud and smears it on a blind man's eyes to heal him. Spits on this man's tongue, puts his finger in his ears. Jesus isn't afraid of your brokenness. He's not afraid of the way that you're a mess. 
be a terrible idea if we thought somehow I got to fix all this myself and then I'll be worthy of God. Just the opposite. This man couldn't do anything to help himself. He's a mess. Jesus comes and he gets personally, intimately involved. He wants to do the same thing with us. You want recreation? You need it? Then don't be afraid to allow Jesus into the mess. In the beginning, he started... If you read the scriptures, the word actually kind of implies he took the slime of the, the earth and formed it into a man. Well, if he can take slime and make it into the beautiful creation of human beings, that initial act of creation, imagine what God could do to recreate you if you'll let him.